Spirit and God's presence is here with us. So I want to thank you again for worshiping with us here at uh, St. Matthew's in our intersection service. For those of you who do not know me, uh, my name is Andy. I'm the lead pastor here at our church. Normally, uh, I'm in the traditional service and, and Aaron is in here, so I'm sorry y'all are stuck with me today. Hopefully, it won't be too painful. Um, but I want to just thank you once again for being here with us. And I want to put a plug in for something if you have not done this yet. If you have a smartphone, an Apple or an Android device, or even a, even a, a BlackBerry or a Windows phone, you can go into your app store and, and search for St. Matthew's UMC and download a mobile app that our church offers, a free mobile app. And here's what's great about that mobile app. You can listen to all of our podcasts, every sermon here in Intersection, every sermon in the traditional service. You can listen to that on your phone. You can also stay connected to our church through our announcements. Uh, we have push, send out push notifications. There's a million ways to plug into our phone, to our church, through our mobile app, with more things coming um, every, every week. So we'd encourage you to do that. On your, during the offering... As well, we're going to pass out something new we're trying this week. Y'all are our guinea pigs, so congratulations for that. Um, little bookmarks here. There's a little QR code. If you have a QR code, you can scan that, and it'll take you right to where you download the app at. But here, when we do the offering in a few minutes, and I know, y'all, y'all, seriously, no preacher likes talking about money. Seriously, I've been preaching for a long time. I hate it. hate it with a passion. But here's why we're doing these little bookmarks here. The offering... It's an act of worship, a communal worship. So we have new online giving options, but we want you to understand that when, the, when we take up the offering here, it's us as the body coming together in an act of worship. See, so you know what I love about church, y'all? You know what I love about church? Everybody matters. There are no unimportant people in God's kingdom. There are no unimportant people in God's world. If you are here and you are breathing, that means you matter. You will never meet a person as long as you live that Jesus Christ did not die for. Let me say that again. You will never, as long as you live, meet one single solitary person that Jesus Christ did not shed his blood for. That means them. That means you. No matter where you fall, you matter. You are important. You are valuable. And Christ gave himself for you completely. Now, that's not even the sermon. I'm just getting warmed up. That's just, uh, that's for free. So, Our, um, our scripture text this morning is going to come from John's gospel. We've been talking about shepherds and sheep and things such as that. So if you have your Bibles, you can turn with me. And by the way, you'll have a mobile app. You'll have a, a Bible app on your phone, on your our mobile app. You'll have a Bible reading thing on there too. So lots of good ways to do that as well. Um, but um, our text today comes from John's gospel. John chapter 10. We're going to read verses 22 through 30. John 10, 22 through 30. That's what it says. At that time, the festival of declaration took place in Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple in the the portico of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around him and said, How long will you keep us in suspense? Are you the Messiah? If so, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I have told you. You did not believe. The works that I do are in my Father's name testify to me. But you do not believe because you do not belong to my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they know me, and they will follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. 
my Father has given me is greater than all else, and no one can snatch it out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. This is the Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I got a buddy of mine that's a preacher. He and I, we went to seminary together. We've been friends for what feels like a million years. We've known each other so well. We, we would be in class together. And this is going to shock you. When I was a kid and when I was in school, when I was in seminary, what I got in trouble for was talking too much. I know y'all can't believe that. I know that seems outside my character. That I got, got all my whoopings as a kid were from my smart mouth. I was talking to somebody out drinking coffee this morning. When I, when I was a kid, I didn't have Elf on a shelf. I had Belt on a shelf. And I met him quite often, not just in the Christmas season, but all year long. So um, this buddy of mine, we always got in trouble, even in seminary, because we like to talk to each other. We'd always start talking. And one time in class, we got a pre- what I call a preemptive shush. The person in front of us shushed us before class started. We're like, no, 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 no. You can tell us to be quiet when class starts. But before class starts, we can run our mouths. That's the way we're wired. We're preachers. We don't know when to stop talking. So this guy and I have been friends for literally what feels like forever. And, but here's the neat thing. He's got a brother who's a doctor, identical twins. And I'm not talking about the kind that, oh, they resemble each other. No, like it's freaky. I mean, it's just weird. They look so much alike. So one day, because they're identical twins, I guess that's why they look alike. Uh, I, one day I was going to university to visit a church member, and I see someone that looks like my friend walking out of UMC. And I didn't know, okay, is this Kevin or is this Keith? I don't know. They both could be here. So one's a preacher, one's a doctor that both go to hospitals a lot. So what do I do? So I just go, Keaton, because that was his last name. Keaton. He turns and looks at me like, okay, which one are you? He said, I'm Kevin. Like, awesome. So I start talking to him. And y'all, it was weird. Because I'm talking to this guy who doesn't know me. Doesn't know me from Adam's house cat. I mean, he knows me because of his brother, but he doesn't know me. But he looks just like one of my best friends. And he sounds just like one of my best friends. But he has no clue what I'm talking about. It was the craziest thing ever because the voice and the person didn't match the conversation. It was just weird. And if you've ever, if you've ever known twins... You know, you get that sometimes. You'll mistake one for the other, and the conversation will go to some really weird places. Then what's even more weird are the brothers and si- the brothers are sisters who look nothing alike but sound alike. You ever had that? Call somebody on the phone, and somebody else different picks up. You start talking and realize, oh, wait, you're not the person I know. You're somebody completely different. I apologize because usually I said something I should have said. So voice is interesting. Voice is an interesting thing. So if, if, as you heard the text this morning, you heard Jesus say to the Pharisees and to the religious leaders, you don't follow me because you're not one of mine. If you were one of mine, you would follow me because my sheep know me and my sheep follow my voice. The sheep follow the voice of the shepherd. Okay, Andy. That sounds right. Jesus said it, so we're going to agree with it. But what does that mean? What does it mean to say that the sheep follow the voice 
of the shepherd. What is Jesus talking about? What does that even look like in real life? What does it mean to follow the voice of the shepherd? See, church, here's the thing you've got to realize. In your life, you're going to hear a lot of voices. There's going to be a lot of things in your life calling to you, vying for your attention, vying for your time, vying for your passion, vying for your soul. You're going to hear voice after voice after voice calling out to you daily, minute by minute, hour by hour, lots of voices coming at us all the time. So here's the challenge for us as believers. Here's the challenge for us that are seeking to be his sheep. How do we know the voice of the shepherd? To put it practically, because sometimes, y'all, here's the great problem of the church and the faith, is sometimes faith is up here and we're down here. And we wonder, okay, what does this stuff they talk about in church have to actually do with my life? How do I take this and apply it to my Tuesday afternoons? I'll put it like this. Sometimes the most Christian things you can do is not choke your coworker. Because there's sometimes you want to. Let's be honest. Amen, church? You know, we've all got coworkers. We would love to pray for really hard around the neck. Lay hands on them and pray for them really hard. We've all got those coworkers. Why are you looking at me, Brian? What's that about? Sometimes the most Christian thing you can do is just be nice. How do we know the voice of the shepherd, y'all? If the sheep know his voice and follow his voice, and we know that there are other voices calling out to us day by day, how do we know the voice of the shepherd? Well, big picture first this. Any voice in your life that tears you down. Any voice in your life that beats you up mentally. Any voice that tells you you're not good enough. You can't do it. You're not worth it. Look what you've done. Look at those mistakes. Look at your past. Any voice that does that, hear me, church, any voice that does that is not of God. The voice of God does not tear down. The voice of God does not belittle. The voice of God is not destructive to your soul and your psyche and your mental abilities. The voice of God is not that. The voice of God builds up. So in your heart, in your mind, in your soul, if there is a voice in your head that is constantly destroying you, that is constantly belittling you, is constantly telling you that you are not good enough, you can't do it, you've done too much, hear me, church, that voice is not of God. That voice is from the devil. And the word said, he is a thief. He is a robber. He is a killer. He is a liar. Any voice in your soul that seeks to destroy you is not of God. It is of the devil. And it is a lie. 
If the devil's mouth is moving, he's a lion. That's who he is. He's a liar. The Bible says he's the father of all lies. So first, big picture. God builds up, the devil tears down. Be very careful to the voices that you listen to. Well, how do we know the voice of the shepherd? I mean, how, if we're going to follow this shepherd's voice, how do we know it? How do we know what it sounds like? How do we know how to follow it? It's a great question. I'm glad you asked. Um, that's how we know. I think the way that I think there are three, for me, three major ways we know the voice of the shepherd. First is just talk to him. Just talk to him. That's what prayer is. How can you be in a relationship with somebody if you don't talk to them? I, I remember back when Holly and I were dating. Um, I tell folks, this is a long time ago when we were in love um, and dating. Um, we, I was living in the Delta. I was in Cleveland. served my first church up there, and she was finishing up her studies at USM. And this is back in the old days of cell phones where some of you, some of you who my age know, free nights and weekends. Yeah! You know, you kids nowadays with your Snapgrams and your Instachats. Your snap, your snapgrams, those things. Unlimited nights a week, unlimited everything. Oh my gosh, you had to wait till like four in the morning to talk to Molly for free. It was crazy, you know. So we would call each other on the phone, and it was literally, you hang up, no, you hang up, no, you hang up, no, you hang up. Now we just text. It's a lot more efficient, you know. But I loved hearing a voice on the phone. When I couldn't see her, when I was way up there and she was way down there, I loved hearing a voice on the phone. There's something about that voice. I, I tell people, I'll never forget after 9-11. 9-11, I was in Memphis, I was at seminary. I'll, I'll never forget, we were, we were all crowded in a room, uh, literally about a quarter the size of that stage. We had about 150 people in a room about, that size, about half that size. And we saw it happen. We had, I had friends who had family members in the Pentagon and we were scared and all I wanted to do all I wanted to do was hear her voice I had to hear her voice if I heard a voice I knew it would be okay there's something about voice there's something about a conversation you will not be able to fully know the voice of the good shepherd so you're having conversation with him. And that's prayer. And I get it, y'all. Prayer's hard. I get it. I'm not good at it. I struggle. Oh, my gosh. Particularly, particularly the being quiet part. I'm not good at that part of prayer. I got a lot to say, you know. But until we take time, y'all, think about how busy you are. For most of us, our Mondays are on top of us right now, aren't they? We're already thinking about what we've got to do tomorrow, don't we? How many of us take time in our lives to actually sit before the good shepherd and just listen? Tune my heart to sing thy praise. Do we tune our hearts to his grace, y'all? 
It's, I know it's a challenge. And I, I don't say, oh, yeah, your boy, brother, Andy was right. I'm convicted. I'm going to be quiet for an hour tomorrow. No, that's a terrible idea. Don't do that. Just be quiet for a minute. Just listen for a minute. Listen for his voice. God will never truly move in our lives. Not really, not powerfully, until we are submitting everything to him in prayer. Look in the scriptures, y'all. There's not a time where God moves in his people apart from his people praying. If you want to know the voice of the shepherd, you got to talk to him. You got to talk to him. Secondly, if you want to know the voice of the shepherd, you got to know his word, y'all. You got to be engaged in reading the Bible. I mean, one of, one of the best quotes I ever heard in my life was that I went to a, a camp meeting revival in, um, in, in out from Loosedale a few years back. And the preacher said this quote, and it's one of those quotes I've been chewing on for two years. He said, You will never know the unknown will of God until you know his known will. What is his unknown will? It's right here, this word. How many of us right now might be at a point in our life where like, God, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do about this situation. I don't know what to do with my job. I don't know what to do with my family. I don't know what to do with my own life. I don't know, God. I'm at my wit's end. What do I do? How many of us spend so much time in our life searching for God's will? I do. We spend so much time looking for God's will. And we're never going to truly know his unknown will, that will that has not yet been revealed. We will never know his unknown will for our life unless we know his known will. If you want to know God's voice, you've got to train yourself to listen to it through word. He has given us this gift, y'all. Think about in the Bible. They didn't have the Bible. They were still living it. Now, I know it's hard. I know it's confusing. I get it. Talk to me. There's literally not a single thing I would rather do in ministry than talk to you about the Bible. Nothing. There's nothing that excites me more than talking to my people about God's word. Call me, text me, email me, Facebook me, Twitter me, Snapchat me. I don't care. I mean, yes, I'm on Snapchat. I'm cool. I am. That's right. You know. I don't know how to use it, but Aaron showed me how to put it, get on there. Um, <laughs> so, dig into his word. I send out a daily devotional every day. Go to my, shoot me an email. I'll add you to the list. What I want for you more than anything is to make God's word applicable to the daily living of your life. Because when it does, it will change everything. So we know his voice through prayer. We know his voice through his word. And we know his voice through his other sheep. I kind of like church. I kind of like y'all. I like being with y'all. It's fun. I enjoy this stuff. Because I learn from you. I learn so much about God from you. I learn so much about being faithful to God through you. You teach me so much. And through being with you and learning from you and laughing with you and serving beside you and being your pastor and being your friends, my life has been blessed so many times and so many ways in one of the best ways that I have learned the voice of the shepherd is from my fellow sheep. We need each other, y'all. 
There's an old quote by John Donne, the old poet, that said, no man is an island. We were not made to be alone. We were not made to walk alone. We need each other. First time I ever did a 5K was in Oxford. And if you know anything about Oxford, Oxford is nothing but hills and hollows. I mean, it's just up and down the whole time. So I, I break out running because I'm stupid. <laughs> and five minutes into it, I want to throw up and die. I want to throw up, die, and be drug off the course. That's all I wanted to do. That's all I wanted to do. But I didn't. You know why? I had somebody running beside me. I had friends running beside me that wouldn't give up on me, that wouldn't quit on me, that wouldn't let me quit. Y'all, there's going to come a time in your life. There might, you might be in this time right now where you want to throw up and die. You really do. You want to throw up and die. That's why we need each other. Because we run together, y'all. We walk together. We serve together. And we're there for each other when we need each other. That, friends, is the church. That's what we're here for. One of the ways that we learn the voice of the good shepherd is from our fellow sheep. We need each other. We need you. We need each other. That's who we are as sheep. The, vo- the sheep know the voice of the shepherd. There's going to be times in your life you're not going to know which way to go. Listen for his voice. Remember, God's voice builds up. The devil's voice tear down, tears down. Know the difference between the voices. And we learn his voice through our conversation with him, through the word he's given us, and through each other. As his sheep, may we be attentive to the voice of the good shepherd. Let us pray.